This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Good to see you all back in because members of a, a variety of other outfits. I think um, either collectively, individually, or whatever, they've been on about 10% of our shows, which is nearly as much as me. Shows you how much we've struggled over the years. <laughs> to find guests, right? I've been on this show many times, Colin. I've never seen Stuart's the way bits of paper. I can't for me because since the last time you were on here, Rob, he's learned to write. Massive, massive conversation before we went to Ian. Yeah, we've mentioned the war. Yeah, that's right. And all we've done is mention the war. All of these things led to us uh, finding a, uh, a lovely girl who can sing like Robert Plant. Her name's Anna. Welcome, Anna. Supposed to be doing all that. <laughs> Start taking my job, mate. I've oh, just been on this show so many times, mate. You know how to do it. Right. Expanding Horizons. And good afternoon, and welcome to Expanding Horizons on Plains FM ninety six point nine. It's another Saturday, and it's three pm. And my name's Stu, and sitting next to me is Cole. As always, how are you, Stu? I'm good. It's good I'm to good. see you. Yep, another lovely day in Otatahi. Enjoying that sunshine, are you? Yeah, oh, I did some gardening this morning. Mm, but as go. we always say, this is not the gardening not show. Not the gardening show, so we're not interested no. in your weeds and your plants and no. whatever. And we had lots of fun last week, right? It was great, right? Yeah. And I have, oh, Nick. Nick Burson was on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember Nick Burson. And Steph Beck. And Steph Beck, yeah. yeah. And Steph's always a wonderful addition to the show, isn't she? She is. And they gave us, um, a, well, it was more than just a preview, wasn't it? Yeah, of Nick's upcoming... Yeah, the duet that they... Oh, yeah, that's right. They're going to be... They actually did it in the studio, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, it was excellent. Yeah. Mm. So people should listen into that show and then look out for Nick Burson and um, Steph Beck together. Yeah. So, so if, you, if you want to have a listen to that show, if you didn't listen to it on Thursday night when it replayed, yeah. and you weren't listening live... You can just download it, can't yeah, you? That's right. Plainsfm.org.nz. Look for Expanding Horizons. Check out our shows there. You can also go on Facebook and probably find a link to it somewhere. You can also go on Steph Beck's page and on Nick's page. Steph Beck is all over the Instagram, that girl. Yeah, and you can see a photo of us in studio all together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want. Yeah, you're really desperate to see us. I'm looking good. Yeah. <laughs> Steph's looking good. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. And you're going to say Nick was as well. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. What's the story today, Colin? Today in the studio on, on the latest oh. of late. I was just going to say, we started the show um, with a sweeper with some old rockers, right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. the old rockers, yeah. yeah. And I'm not going to say anything <laughs> about our, new, our guests being old rockers, but they are the late starters, is mm. that right? And so in the studio, we have the late starters who are across church. I'm going to say rock band. How's that sound? They're nodding their heads so that yep. we've gotten. You weren't going to say, oh, we're really a jazz band. Did you not pick that up from <laughs> our tracks? <laughs> anyway, we have Paul, Lowell and Scott in the studio and they're going to talk about releases, things that they... Gigging. Gigging. Yep. Anything else that takes them anywhere else. 
Hmm. They've been told tangents are okay. Yep. Is that right? We expect lots of stories. Stories, stories, no stories, yeah. yeah. So yeah. anyway, we're going to get on to that in a moment. First of all, we're going to play a track from... A young musician. Young Christchurch musician, yeah. right? It's just been released. The video hmm. is hilarious, right? Yeah. So this is from Drew Miller, right? But yeah. she goes by Minnie Miller? Minnie Miller, yeah. Yeah. So she's a student at Lincoln High School. She is a student. And she's, I don't, maybe you know how this came about, this song, because she's done a music video. It wasn't a competition or anything like that? No, I don't think so, no. I don't know. She did this up in Auckland. Because you get some funding for it, right? Yeah, I think she did this up in Auckland. So anyway, this is Early Bones from Minnie Miller, and you're on Expanding Horizons. Offering an eclectic mix for the discerning listener. See, I'm going to have to take the blame for that. Yeah, you're not. It's all right. I had the fader down. We were too busy talking, weren't we? Talking, talking, talking to talk. the guests. Mm. Anyway, yeah. that was Minnie Miller, right? Minnie Miller, yeah. With uh, I was going to say Lovely Bones, but it's Early Bones. Early Bones. Lovely Bones. Check that else. out on the YouTube because it's really interesting. 
Anyway. Yeah, she does a great job. I mean, she's only, what, 17, 18. Yeah, does that's a great. Good job. So I think we should get on the platform. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, friends and Romans, countrymen. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, punks and skins and journeymen. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, my sisters and my brethren. The time is coming near. And the time is here and we have the late starters in this, well, three of the late starters in the studio anyway. The other three are somewhere else probably listening going, oh, should have, you should have said that. I should have been on there, you know. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you, you three are the ones without anything to do on a Saturday afternoon and you've been lumped in. So we should probably do a bit of a whip round. Let's do we? a quick whip round. So I'm Stu. <laughs> no, we've done and he already. does nothing. <laughs> and you, I'm, you. I'm Paul. Yep. And I, I've been in town listening to the big bands playing in town. All oh, right. What's going on with that? Big band festival this weekend in Hotel Tahi. Oh, yeah. It's great. And so what do you play, Paul? I'm the bass player. Oh, the bass player? Cool. Yep. And Lowell? I'm Lowell, so um, I play lead guitar. Yeah, I'm Scott. I, I play the drums. I make we, all the noise. Yeah, I make all the noise. Is that <laughs> I right? thought I made all the noise. <laughs> yeah, you took hit the groove time. <laughs> so, so the late starters, right? So um, how, how long have you guys been together? Oh, since as late, a band, maybe oh, as since, a band. since late um, twenty eighteen. Right, Ian, the um, the think tank behind this lot, um, he came to I don't know its fortieth birthday and said, "Oh, I'm going to start playing guitar." And as we all do. went, "No, you don't. No one <laughs> plays guitar at forty, 40. years old. Yeah, let alone learn." Yeah. So to his credit, he did. He worked really hard, and we threw a, a cricket club band. We were all affiliated with Heathcote Cricket, so. He threw a, a little bit of a band together and we plugged away for a bit. Then he sort of went off on his own thing and started a band called uh, Captain Jack, I think they were called. Um, and 10 years later, he's coming up to his 50th and said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write an album. And he'd, right. written, he'd written 13 songs and, wow. and I got a phone call. Uh, I don't know how it happened for you two, but he, I got a phone call one day and he said, oh, I've, I've got a, an album that I've written. I went, no, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> no one writes an album at 50. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Unless you've been doing this for 50 years or yeah, something yeah. similar. And no, so he emailed me 13 very rough demos. I hope he's listening because they were rough. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we uh, dismantled them and put them back together and recorded them live. I think we got 11 out of 13. Oh, wow. The first album, yeah. That's great. Yeah, he, um, we'd sort of all connected through the Heathcote Cricket Club for um, for the most part. So Ian and I had jammed before. Um, Stacky, who's the lead singer, and um, Dad, Paul, had um, <laughs> we'd actually played together in a band before. And so I jammed a little bit with Ian at the Cricket Club just for, you know, drinking nights down there and things. And he called me up and he said, I'm putting this band together. I've written a whole lot of music. Do you want to sit down and, and go through it and see if it's got any wheels to it? And, uh, yeah, like Scotty says, I mean, they were rough, but it had everything you need. He had the chord structure. He had mm. some melodies for the singing. Um, he had all the lyrics down. And lyrics just kind of pour out of Ian, so that was that was no drama for him. And he said to me, "I've got a, I've got a drummer lined up, and Stacky's going to sing." And then I sort of roped in Dad for the for the bass, and it kind of came together. And mm. it started off almost like a little project, I suppose. Let's just get an album done because that's what Ian's goal was. And once we sort of recorded the album and and played a few gigs, we thought, well, this has got a bit of legs. Let's see where we can take it from here. So we had a back catalogue of sort of cover music that um, Stack and and Dad and I could play from our previous band. So we just started jamming those songs together. And here we are, three or four years later, still writing new tracks and recording. And and we've been, you know, playing regular gigs and it's all coming together. It's pretty cool. 
You know when you um, you know when you read the history of bands, and quite often they go, oh, we um met at art school. Right, yeah. we're all at art yeah. school. I don't think I've ever read one where oh no, we met at the cricket club. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Matt Matt Beard, the... who's the only non-cricketer in, in oh, the group. Right. But um, the other four of us all, all play through or have played. Mm. A couple of the old bastards are retired now, but yeah, um, mm. yeah, three Hesketh cricket clubs. So that's right. I guess where it's it must be the here. most original, um, <laughs> you know, meeting place for for yeah. a music for a rock band, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, you know, you know, and we've been at the cricket club a long time. And yeah, I think I played there twenty years. And right. he comes up with this idea to a start playing guitar and b put a band together. <laughs> yeah, and, and I was dubious. Come on, come on, what are you doing? I've seen you hold a bat, mate. I don't know. I want to hold your guitar as well. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to ask you then. You know, you 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 had all those tracks and you got it in the studio, right? Have you had a lot of um, recording studio experience or before? I used to own one at one stage. Right. So not, not for very long, but okay. Um, the f- first album we put together, we recorded it live at Orange Studios, um, right. which is big enough to incorporate a, an audience of about forty people. Is uh, that down at Ferry Road? Yeah. Yeah, 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 Ferry Me. Yeah. yeah. So we were allowed to invite guests, um, and the studio also has a bar in the foyer, so you, you have a few drinks and a few nibbles first. <laughs> you can then... see that's going pear-shaped pretty quickly, <laughs> can't you? I yeah. thought it was a raging success. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did it that way because it was an economical way to record that many songs uh, without having to pay for a lot of studio time. And so um, we played the songs... Uh, once through, then we took a break for more drinks and nibbles and, and, <laughs> and then played them again. So at least we had two versions of each song to choose from. Right. Um, but ultimately we only used 11 out of the 13 that we right. we played. There's a whole different, you know, when you listen to, you know, a recording that's been played like live in one go mm-hmm. instead of, you know, like everyone's been kind of overlapped or overdubbed or whatever it is so there's a there's a warmth to those isn't there yes there's a there's a trueness maybe if you want a different energy i think yeah Um, there's a rough edge to it as well (laughs) (laughs) i mean it worked probably well for us as well because we had just kind of been jamming playing a handful of gigs and um you know in terms of like ian who had only picked up the guitar recently getting in a studio with metronomes and things was probably a little bit ahead of where we kind of were with the music Mm. so it was just the truest representation looking back on it you can then go okay there's a lot of restrictive um elements to it like you can't go back and edit things you can't redub anything because we just played it live it's not to a, a metronome or anything so now we're in the studio again we've done a couple of tracks and we're working on some more at the moment in a bit more of a you know professional sort of style so um we've been up at cannon hill studios with steve right who's um really keen to work with us um, really patient he, he's great to work with and um yeah we're trying to lock it in a lot better and we're now starting to talk about adding extra layers and you know taking advantage actually of the the studio setting um, I mean, I've mucked around a little bit at home with some stuff and in previous bands been in the studios, but it's still reasonably new, I suppose, to all of us to get in there and do it. And I was going to say, the other thing about, you know, now having the chance to go in the studio is now you're having some time together as a band, right, as a unit, to get what each other's doing, yep. that kind of, kind of thing as well, right? The, the, the latest one, the latest song we're doing, um, we've actually split it up because the, the first couple of songs at Canon, we were all there um, and we're all nervous, we're all critiquing each other and going over and over and doing take after take. This time we've sort of, we've done a, a guide track. I went in on my own, um, did the drum track. Um, these guys, they were there last night doing 
you know the the bass track it i kind of like the you know the solo aspect of doing my thing on my own and doing it as a group so it's different you know from what we did at orange studios it's completely different yeah right can be a bit more relaxed by yourself too you don't if you try and get the guitars done and the bass done on one night you kind of get a bit of pressure to hurry up and do a good take whereas going by yourself it's just you and steve and we just take our time and um dad and i went in and dad recorded the bass last night for it and so yeah you just got that whole night dedicated to you and your element and mm. so it, it's it's quite a good way to do it I think yeah, I hope my boss isn't listening but I went on Thursday morning <laughs> <laughs> don't worry no one's listening <laughs> <laughs> it's alright you're safe <laughs> so that was really good I, I liked the fact that I, I could just do it on my own Steve and I just had a bit of a chat and we listened to the, the guide track a couple of times and I said oh let's just do it let's get, let's get this thing done and you know yeah. an hour and a half later you know, I was happy, he was happy, and... You had to go yeah. to work. <laughs> and I had to go to the office, so... <laughs> right, so you know what's going to be happening. People are going to be listening out there, and they're going to be thinking, right, let's, let's have a listen to some of this, right? Because there's enough talking about it. Let's listen. So, Stu, you've got some things lined up of the late starters. Yeah, so you? should we do one of these li- this live track, then, which was yeah. t- tunnel, let's, tunnel Beach? Let's see you yeah. live, huh? How's that Sounds sound? Good. Yep. You, you, you sit there in the <laughs> I don't care. It's all good. Come yeah, it's, it's all good. good. All right, so this is Tunnel Beach from the Late Starters, and this is live. And- Yeah. 
Expand your horizons on Plains FM 96.9. Yes, thank you very much. You're thank ex- you very much. <laughs> You're on Expanding Horizons, and that was the late starters with Tunnel Beach Live. Yeah, with fronting and supporting, sorry, the Jordan Luck Band, is that right? Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. On, that, and on that tour. Yeah, so he was touring the country, and um, we were lucky enough to get four slots uh, over a couple of weeks, two weeks with the band there. So um, we had actually played with them um, last year or a year before, uh, we did a one-off gig in Ashburton at the Timwall Tavern, um, just support act for them. So they they called us up and said, you know, we got some free slots for you. So we played a gig in Ashburton, then in Timaru on one weekend, and then the following weekend it was two gigs here in Christchurch at the Good Home at Ferryman. Right, so right. yeah, we're really thankful to the band. They were um, really good to us. You know, we got to hang out with them for the the four days that we played and. Um, you know, borrowed some of their gear while we're up there just to make things a lot easier. Oh, that's great. Um, Beaver's drum kit, amazing. Right. As I was just going to say, drum kit. do they have roadies? Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. Not, you're not, un, no, you know, loading yeah. in, loading out your no, own gear? No, no. They, they wouldn't let us do anything. I tried to start packing the drum kit down and Beaver told me to... Yeah, he didn't want away. you to break his drums, though, Scott. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You could hear at the end of that track there, Tunnel Beach, you could hear Scotty making good use of the toms that were, uh, you know, mic'd up and sounding like a million bucks. No, he, I, I, I was... I felt uncomfortable because I wasn't packing down gear at the end of the night. Oh, yeah. What do I do with myself? Now? No, exactly. So in the break, we were talking about going to the bar and... See, 30-odd you know. years ago, you would have been down the front going, yes, I do recognise you, you blonde lady. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's David Stack. Yeah, we left oh. that. <laughs> oh, right, right. attention, yeah. So you were saying then, while we were playing that track, that um, you're in the studio at the moment recording that, right? Yeah. Yep, or so laying it down, as the kids say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Getting some tracks laid. But uh, yeah, we just started, so we've got Scotty's got his drums sorted for it. Yeah. Um, so Steve's method with us um, recording has been to get the drums down first, and then he works on those drums and makes sure it's really, really tight. And he likes the idea of having this really solid bass to then start putting everything else over top. Right, okay. And um, we've done um, a couple of other tracks in there already with him, and we agree. It just works really, really well to be able to come in, especially, you know, me as a guitar player, to come in and just have this solid... Um, rhythm sort of track ready to record over it's really sweet and you can turn the metronome off at that point and just really lock into the drums so we, lo- we like the style of it yeah, yeah I do I think so I yeah. think it, it, it works best good foundation and then everyone else can just go on top and you know it sounds brilliant and then we can layer it at the end with more voice more of this more of that yeah. um, knowing that me and Paul have, have done you know the foundation yeah now, I was going to ask you, so people who have been listening to that, would, people in the crowd, I mean, that was, they probably didn't really know that song, but you could tell that they were up for it, right? Oh, and it's yeah. kind of that, the musical style, I guess, as Paul has called it, what, old school, new, what did you call it? New old school Kiwi rock. rock that's right. <laughs> and it just carries you along with it, right? Like yeah. you sing along with the chorus and you've never heard the song before, instantly draws you in, it's it's just feel good, you, you got a big smile on your face, right? And so... I, Listening to it, I'm thinking to myself, what were your musical in- um, influences, sorry? Any of you? Paul, you can start. Oh, he's given that. <laughs> How long you got? How long you got? Yeah. Come on. I used to love XTC. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Slade before that. Oh, right. You've gone back some years there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm showing my age here. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Slade were great, right? If you're like a, a big shout along mm. kind of foot stomper. Yep, that was it. Slade were good. And we all loved Queen and Van Halen. Oh, Van Halen, yeah, definitely. Alex Van Halen. Scott's all over that. Yeah. We're all 
keen drummers, so we all like Alex Van Halen. Yeah, he's, good. Right. he's underrated, that guy. Right. His brother was taking all the limelight. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Well, don't, and isn't that, as a drummer, I was going to say, isn't that always the case? No. <laughs> yeah, they all need that solid, solid mm. backbone drum, you know, but the fans are always like, oh, look at that one with the guitar. Oh, isn't that, isn't that, that guitar good? looks pretty. They yeah. must be quite good. Uh, I, used, I used to play drums, and I always thought that was the lowest member of the band, but now that I'm the bass player, I've found that. <laughs> I'm, I'm the lowest member of the band. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say in the past when, when bands have come in, like the drummer, you should not say very much. So no, yeah. they just sit there in the corner. But oh, you've got, you've got one out of me, mate. <laughs> so, Scott, what else? Like, Sorry, um, you were talking about um, Van Halen, but what else was kind of you were I, listening to even when you were younger? Um, Mullins Jr. out of um, U2. He was oh, yeah. solid, solid as a rock. Um, um, Liberty DeVito, who, who played with um, Billy Joel, he was good. Right. Really good. I liked him. Um, who else was really good? Oh, Trey Cool. Mm. Oh, he's yeah. excellent. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a, a nutcase too, too, isn't it? Yeah. No, the, no, um, from Green Day. Green Day. Oh, Green Day, oh, I sorry. I absolutely love Green yeah, Day. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're brilliant live. Right. Fantastic. And they're up for it. They're, yeah. Even when their um, warm-up band's on, they're running around in silly suits and <laughs> oh, yes. up on stage. They're fantastic. Yeah, they're yeah. really good. Really right. good live too. Yep. Lowell, what was your uh, musical influences? Yeah, well, I started pretty young because Dad, um, he, he was a, a drummer, and so we always had a drum kit in the house, and so it was probably Queen on the drums, and then it was um, Pink Floyd, so Dave Gilmore probably oh, yeah. was when I clicked more into guitar, so, you know, get the basic ones, Wish You Were Here, and those sort of things out. And then all of the classics, really, um, Brian May from Queen, um, Eddie Van Halen, you know, I went through Guns N' Roses, Metallica, all the stuff you used to, you know, get the tabs for off the internet when you're oh, learning. Yeah, yeah. Um, as I got a bit older, I got introduced to Joe Satriani and, and Steve Vai and Penguin um, Malmsteen, yep. Eric Johnson, these more sort of um, in, instrumental type guitar players. And I remember I was talking to Dad about the other day when I first saw a live Satriani DVD. I was um, living in a flat with a, another guy that played guitar. And we both watched it with our mouths open, and I don't think we touched our guitars for like a week. Like it was a <laughs> jump up from what we'd ever seen before. So, but then after a while, you start breaking it down and figuring out what little bits of it you can play and, and those sorts of things. So, I got into that sort of more, I guess, shreddy kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, more recently, I've probably reined it in a bit. I've got a bit more into some blues sort of playing. Um, I really like a guy called Derek Trucks, who plays a lot of slide, um, sort of bluegrassy or blues. And uh, John Mayer, really cool, really good stuff. So a bit slower and a bit more feel and stuff behind it. Um, Jeff Beck. Yeah. You go on and on and on, really. Basically all the key guitar players. So when um, you were saying, you know, at the top of the show that Ian, you know, went away, learnt guitar, then wrote, you know, 13 tracks for the album, and he presented that to you, but obviously you you guys have got all your own experiences, right, and all your own influences, so that you could then put all that into and on top of and behind what Ian had written, right? Well, that was the thing. He he gave us 13 rough demos, which we went away on our own and um, listened to just to get the feel of these these songs. It came out of the blue for me. He rang me up, said, Scott, this is what I, I'm going to email you these today. And I went, what? <laughs> and And... The good thing about us was we went into, you know, the rehearsal studio, I guess you'd call it, and we dissected them, pulled them apart, took out a few syllables because he's always over, uh, you know, <laughs> there's always too many syllables in his, you know, in his songs. Right. Yeah. Um, changed a few keys, did a few that, did a bit of this, and and we came up with these these 
very, very serviceable songs. Mm. Yeah, right. I, I like to call them. And there's some real crackers in there. You yeah, know, yeah. You, you talk about Tunnel Beach, but Oh Houser, you know. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of New Zealand themes in the songs. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And there's nothing better, isn't there, that, that you it's know, great. listening to a song than, than people, and you go, oh, I know what you're talking about, yeah. or I know that place, yeah. or, you yeah. know, and it speaks to you, right? It probably works really well, I think, for our band, is that we know each other quite well, and musically, like, Ian gives gives us a template of a song that he's put together, but he's not too precious to, um, you know, he's not worried about us stripping it back, and, and as you say, like, the the singer, as soon as Stacky gets hold of the words, he goes, there's too much in here, so I'm going to start stripping stuff out, and Ian says, okay, you make it work for you, mate, you get it going, and then I'll start writing some riffs or, or some sort of melody or something to go over top. Um, these two guys start putting together a rhythm section, so it really is beer bones from Ian and then a lot of input from everybody else helps to sort of shape it going forward so but you know you need to be not offended if someone says that's crap or that doesn't yeah. work and, and there's a lot of that um, at times so that's, that's fine we'll <laughs> yeah, get along yeah, with it yeah, yeah. Stop looking at while, me, while we were testing the water we let him take all the credit for the songwriting <laughs> <laughs> in case it all went bad but, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but now we get to share the, the credit we all put a piece in hey I um I know we talked just before that last song about the new single that's coming out, and I thought, Stu, if we could just play that, and then we can come, when we come back, we can have a little bit of a chat around that. Yeah, because cool. I've also I also know you've got some gigs lined up, right? You're going to talk about, and um, people are going to be wanting to think about how they can get hold of. Firstly, go to see you. Second, how they can get hold of the single, all that kind of stuff. So if we play yeah. it. And then we'll come back and have a chat about it. How's Sweet, that? sounds that good. Sound right? Now this isn't officially out until November, right? This. November the 1st. There you go, release date. Yep. Yeah. So people get an early listen. Mm. We're All privileged right. again. Aren't we? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Okay, that's so great. this is False Victim from the Late Starters.
both victim. Yes, it's all here on Expanding Horizons and including the late starters and that's their new track due to be released at the start of November called False Victim. And we've got the cool bit. We've got the cool folk people in here, right? <laughs> yeah, we've we got the people in here. Yeah. So, um, Well, they're cricketers. They're cricketers. <laughs> so, yep. Is that yep. cool? <laughs> oh, I don't know. In some people's eyes it may be. I don't know. I wouldn't have a clue. But um, right, so just tell us a bit, a bit about the song because uh, how long is that, you know, like, how long did it take you to put together? How long were you in the studio? That, that, that particular song has taken many forms. It came to us slightly different, a lot different than that, and mm. we pulled it apart and then we shelved it for a bit and then we brought it back out and it, it just seemed to evolve rather than we weren't planning on it Coming to sound out fully, like that. fully formed. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, the bass intro, you know, in its original form wasn't there and then... You know. Ian wanted something different to his standard format of verse chorus sort of thing, um, so he wanted a, a bass intro just to give it some different sort of start. Yeah, I was just going to say, it wasn't you, Paul, going, "Hey, oh, more of me. <laughs> yeah. There needs to be more of me in this." I think it was more of a case of, "Hey, we haven't got a song yet with a bass intro." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is the one. Yeah, I think we mucked around with the the tempo of it as well. We, oh, yeah. we had it faster and slower. And it's a good tempo now, right? Yeah, like it's um, a, you, you know? play it live a few times. I think it's really the key. And um, oh. you know, it's easy when you're in your practice room jamming it out to go, "Oh, that sounds great. That sounds great." But roll it out live a few times and see how crowd responds to it. How it feels because yep. you tend to play a little bit quicker live, so um, yeah, it just took took quite a while for it to really lock into to where we're kind of happy with it. Um, and uh, this was one of the first ones we did up at Cannon Hill, which was um, the new stu- studio we've been recording in. So, um, as I say, we're all probably a little bit nervous. We we went in all together, and um, but we're really happy with what what Steve put together for us. By it the sounds end, great, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it sounds cool. yeah, it's, it sounds very professional. Oh, you know, yes. like very very. <laughs> 
smooth, very slick. You know, all those kind of... It's great, right? Yep. Just and, catchy, um, easy-going songs, really. I mean, we're not, nothing too technical in our, in our music, I think. We're just trying to have cool melodies, nice little hooks, um, good balance between all the instruments. I was just going to say, you know, when people are out, you know, at a gig and um, maybe in a pub, you know, like setting, do they really need a five-minute guitar solo, you know, with guitar behind the head kind of business? They want something they can get in, get up on the dance floor, sing along to, you know? Well, uh, to be fair, if I could have my way, there <laughs> might be a few more. <laughs> I was just going to say, Scott's thinking, I could, yeah. I could, I could throw in a five-minute yeah, We've got drum a couple of tracks where I'm allowed to go, and then I just give Scott, Scotty a nod when we should wrap it up. <laughs> when, when, when he's ready, you know. <laughs> all right, all right. If I nod at him, he just waves me off. (laughs) (laughs) But for the most part, keeping it succinct is is the better way to do it. And, I I mean, the songs I've been really trying to write, you know, a solo or a a hook that really fits the song. I mean, I I love, we're talking about influences, um, people like Richie Sambora, right, from um, Bon Jovi. I like when he writes a solo, it just seems to naturally fit the song it belongs like it should have right? been there the whole time you know? yeah, yeah. and I think that's probably the epitome of um, a band like ours being able to put some kind of lead guitar in it it should just sound like it belongs there um, so you know sometimes you nail it and sometimes it needs a bit of work but that's that's the, the theory behind it anyway yeah. me personally when I go and see a band that I really like um, I, I kind of want to hear them play the song the way I know the song Yeah, um, right. you want to hear that lead break just the way you know it and if the guitarist just goes off and, and ad-libs the whole thing you, he's lost me yeah right yeah yeah <laughs> see Mark Knopfler you know, he, he played it note for note every time yeah. he, he kept to the, you the, know, the script yep. Yep. perfectly you know, even you know, money for nothing it's the same every time. Yeah. You, yeah. you never and, and get I, anything different. I think if we do let you go, Lowell, you still have the the sound, the the basic premise of the lead break that he does originally. Yeah. Right. The yeah. template's still there, yeah, even mm. if you just go off course a little bit and embellish. But. Yeah, yeah. So talking about your live then, so I was going to say, Stu just mentioned after that, after um, the, the single played, it's coming out 1st of November, right? Yep. So um, False Victim, 1st of November... Where can they get it? Where can people, listeners? So it's on all your standards, really. Spotify, um, Spotify Bandcamp. YouTube. Um, we've got a Facebook page, so we put a lot of our videos, um, live videos and stuff go up on there. Um, we've got an Instagram channel. Uh, right. So my, my niece is, is sort of involved <laughs> with the band as well, Sammy. Right. Um, so she has multiple tutor roles. She runs our lights and, and some sound stuff at the gig. She helps carry gear around. She runs our merch table. Um, being in charge of I'm just going to say the merch is great right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Scott yeah. is wearing a ripper of a shirt over there I was going to say it's a shirt I tell you yeah, yeah. so that's oh. the album cover off the first album um, right. and we've just done another photo shoot recently to refresh some of our um, branding for the new release for False Victim so that's going to be looking really cool as well but yeah on all your social media and, and um, music standards you'll, you'll find our music yeah. out there if you look for the Late Starters or the Late Starters band right um, so I was just going to say is it just the Late Starters or is it the Late Starters band. Yeah, I think it's shorter actually because as we're getting older, it's uh, the starters. Yeah, the starters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just the late starters. Yeah. Yeah. TLSB. Yeah. yeah. We're, re- we're recording a video on Monday night for False Victim. Right, okay. Nice. Yeah. So people should be watching out for that on the old YouTube. Yep, that's where it'll that, be. Yeah. coming out. Yeah, of course. So we're going to play another song in a minute, but I was just going to say, and while we're on the promotion trail, yep. we should mention upcoming gigs, right? 
Yeah, so the next few, we've got um, the 19th of November, we've got a gig at the Good Home in Ferrymead. Right. And we've actually got a young band from, is it Rangiora High? No, Kaipui High. Kaipui High. All, all female that. band. Right. Called Don't. Friday Night Breakfast. Hello, ladies, how you going? Oh, I, <laughs> I think I saw um, promotion for that. Oh, cool. Yep. Yeah, with the Friday night breakfast. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So they're going to um, come and support us, which is really cool. So yep. um, we've had a look at, I think you might have seen them, Scotty, but I've had a look at some of their stuff online and we're looking forward to seeing them play live. It's going to be really cool. Yeah. Um, in no, uh, sorry, December, there is the Otatahi Smoke Festival here in Hagley Park. Right. Um, so it's a sort of smoke, meat and beer festival with a whole lot of bands. And um, we're on the bill for that, uh, nice luckily one. enough. So 17th of December. Here right. in Christchurch, right, um, right. get your tickets online. I think they're still for sale. Yep, she had some headlining that. Oh uh, yes, I good, I saw good the, shirt. I saw the um, yeah, the butlers, yeah. the butlers, bolts. Yeah, I saw that on and the late starters. The starters, <laughs> and the late starters. Yeah. We're up first. She yeah. had a being interviewed, going, "Yeah, we're playing this gig. Do you see the late, late starters, starters are on a with us? <laughs> we can only assume they've been checking out our material. Online. <laughs> yeah, yeah, anticipation. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So yeah, so people should check out. Get on your Facebook, right? Because all the information will be on there about any gigs kind of coming up including those ones you've just mentioned yep also um, the single 1st November Fool's Victim right that's coming out and also there's other stuff in the wings is that right you've got yep so we're recording more music at the moment Um, we've got um, I think we're playing Muscle Car Madness in in January right um, which is another that'll be our third one yeah, third year oh, in a nice. row out there. So yep. that awesome nights, yeah, they really go off. So we don't play till really late. So you know, everyone's got a full head of steam up and, uh, <laughs> and uh, ready to party. So that they're awesome nights over a couple of nights. Um, what else we got going on? We still um, doing um, Woodstock. Right, we're going to play another song actually. Yeah, so we're going to do Blistered Hills. Blistered Hills. Is that the one we're doing? I think that's yeah, cool. This song was actually recorded at Mains with some guys that were studying. Oh, oh, really? Um, Yeah, so they had to do it as part of their second year project, Mm. I think, record a band. So, um, again, lucky enough to get in and get Mm. another track down for very low cost. That's Uh, awesome. Free, so yeah. Cool, cool. All right, let's do it. Blistered Hills from the Late Starters. Wide 
FM 96.9. Yes, we do the show live every Saturday between 3 and 4, and it's repeated after dark on a Thursday night between 9 and 10, and that was Blistered Hills from the late starters. Of course, that. I could misinterpret those lyrics. It might be Mr. Hills. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. That's my last name. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Stu. Thank you. That was, That is one rocking track, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah I mean, cool. if people aren't up on the dance floor punching the air, yeah. I'm just saying, I don't know what they're doing. The intro alone, you know. Got yeah, to, got to get them going. And the guitar, like the guitar in that, is great. So, is that you? Lock? Yeah, so that's that's me for the solos and the intro and things. There, we um, actually when we were playing with the Jordan Luck band, we used that as our first track um, when we got up on stage. And I think cool. it's like hit the audience in the face, but yep. it kind of works really well to to get us really going. juiced yep. as well. You yeah. know, because mm. it comes with that thumping guitar line. Everyone gets the Scotty gets to go crazy on the drums. Um, gets um, stacks pipes going for the singing. So <laughs> it's just a really good song to actually kick off a set. You know, yeah. go from there. People like a bit of 
get them warmed up straight away, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, None of the easing into it. I was just no. going to say yeah. later on you can slow it down for a couple of slower ones if you want, and yeah. then boost it, yeah, boost it right, right up. And yeah. there. So I think that, we across the four gigs we use that as the first song uh, every like time. Every yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's great. You you got to love one of those songs where you can just sing along to it, even if you've never heard it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, you'll know it by the end of it, right? Yeah. That's nothing too complicated in the chorus there. You can get the lyrics pretty quickly and. Start singing along with Stack. He, he gets right out with the crowd. He's a really strong front man. Um, you know, he doesn't play an instrument or anything, so he, he's free to mingle with the audience and he tries to get a bit of participation and, and get them into it. So, which I, I think really, really helps if mm. you've got a really strong front man, confident. You know, even if the crowd's not so into it, he's out there, you know, really trying to pump them up. So that helps helps everything kick yeah. along as well. So we um talking about going forward in the future. You guys have got these gigs coming up. Some big ones, right? So muscle car you were talking about, also that the smoked, smoked, smoked fest, yeah, okay. smoked, smoked fest, fest yeah. So I mean, that's that's um, some big crowds there, right? That's our first festival. Yeah, <laughs> is that your first festival? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's um, exciting though, right? It is. Yeah, I mean we're really lucky to get on the bill for that. We, as you say, we're early in the day, so probably before everyone's sort of crowd around the stage. But um, we're we're quite happy to be there. You can hear it, you know, it's spread across the whole festival, and, and we'll have our crew there, you know, and our supporters will be there up front and centre. So um, get your tickets and come down and support us. It'd be really really cool. Yep. Yeah, come along. And uh, will you have merch there? Are you allowed to be selling merch at the Don't festival? Know, actually, um, oh, if we're allowed to, we will definitely car. have merch there. Yeah, <laughs> someone yeah. will have a very big drum drum bag filled with merch. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we just get one of those t-shirt cannons and we just start firing <laughs> off the stage. Yeah. You get merch with your life. Yeah. Yeah. You get merch with your dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that'll be good. And I'm talking about the merch, on the Facebook, is that where you want, if people want to buy the merch? No, we, we do it live. Yeah, oh, dear. At the gigs, you know, we'll have a, a table or, you know, semi. But not a bad idea. We should set up a portal on the Facebook yeah. page yeah. to sell yeah. the merch. We haven't had peak demand yet. Do we need it online? After the festivals, that's I tell right. you, yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. likes yep. a T-shirt from the festival. Well, that's right. Yep. You know, I was there kind of thing. And I was going to say, is the, is the new single coming out, is it just going to be digital or can you get a physical copy? I don't think we're doing CDs this time. We did yeah. with our first album. Um, right. Which was, you know, kind of cool, you know, bucket list stuff, uh, especially for Ian, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but I, we don't do that anymore. Yeah. You know, okay. and no one's going to press a vinyl. You know, it just doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, it's a lot of money as well, isn't it? It, it is. So, yeah, I want a physical, tangible thing that I can hold and touch yeah. um, and play, but... This day and age, it's it's all online, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is which is sad, I think. Yeah. You know? For me, the digital format's a great thing because um, I've got family members out of town, and they can just tune it. You know, go on the internet and going to say see what we're doing, yeah. hear what we're doing. And that's the other thing about you know, like YouTube as well. Is suddenly you've got wow, we've got someone in the Netherlands listening to us. Yes. How did yeah. that work? Well, you we know? actually got um, across a whole lot of indie radio stations in America. Right. So there was a group, I can't, I'm not sure exactly who it was, but you sort of get in touch with this guy and, and pay him a bit of money and give him a couple of tracks, and then he gets your, your music spread across America. Right. And so you're, you're right on Spotify. We were across multiple countries, numerous states in America were having a listen, and, um, you know, we've got friends and stuff around the world that listen. But, yeah, you can go a little bit international from Christchurch, you know, which is a really cool that's way to do it. So. How good's that? And anybody can do it. You know, we, we yeah. talk about the, the band that's opening for us um, on the 19th, um, you know, high school band, they can do it. They can yep. record their their own music. They've got a couple of their own songs, um, and they can put out a 
you know, a track and put Get it on Spotify. It. It's so easy. It's not like the old days. The old days. <laughs> the old, old days. <laughs> the old days where you, you had to get someone to pick you up or sign a, you know, yeah. you just couldn't go and do this stuff. This is, yeah. you know, it's accessible to everybody. Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah. And you talk about the merch, you know, we get a, a really good following of people coming to our gigs wearing shirts, you know, even with hashtags on the back and they put yeah. them near the cell themselves. So, you know, Scotty's talking about his fan club that seems to turn up to the <laughs> gig. We don't know where they come from, but there's always this yeah, gaggle of ladies there. How many drummers have yeah. got a fan club? Like with you with actual merch and stuff that they wear, Scotty fan club sort Cus- of merch. Cus- Customised merch with Scotty as my hottie on the back. <laughs> yeah, right. Wow. You didn't tell us about it. You no. said the top of the show. Yeah, yeah, some adage about drummers and the ladies, but it, it holds yeah. true for Scotty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm just going to say, um, I was just thinking, Rob Tate, if you are listening, you need to get these guys on a gig with you in the Firebird. That would be an awesome. Good that would be, yeah. We're on. Yeah. That would Bring be an out. awesome gig. So, Rob Tate, get someone who knows how to use Facebook. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I know you do, Rob, because you do everything like that. But you should get these guys a gig with with that late starters would be a, an, a huge one. I think you know it'd be good fun. Well, thanks, yeah, mate. Cool. Yeah, That's yeah, awesome. no worries. Now. I just on the same say, Stu, the the day has gone fast. It, it has gone fast, and I'm afraid that we're almost to the end of the show. We are, we are, and um, we should mention then while okay, we're talking well, about the Firebird. Yeah, and I'll play this. Where to find Sign of the Firebird, Canterbury's number one rock covers band. And I'm going to tell you that the Sign of the Firebird are at the Stock Exchange tonight from 8 p.m., and then N Zeppelin at the Devon Tavern. No way. I thought that was a one-off. Yeah, nah. No? It's $5 at the door. He must have been telling porkies to get people there, right? He was, he was. He was building anticipation for the (laughs) one-off, come and see him. But the Devon Tavern down in Ashburton tonight for a fiver on the door. Nice. Oh, not tonight, sorry. Tomorrow tomorrow. I was going to say, they're playing at the Stock Exchange and in Ashburton tonight. He's a very skillful man, is our Rob. (laughs) No, Stock Exchange tonight, Devon Tavern tomorrow night, and at some point with the late starters, we hope, Mm. because that would be wonderful. So, guys, thank you very much for coming in. It's Please come in again. Oh, please awesome. come yeah. in any it's, other time it, you want to come on in. It's been super interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's been really good but fun. Scotty's fan, Scotty's fan club. Yeah, bring them. You want to whip them up for next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll regret it. You will <laughs> definitely regret <laughs> it. <yeah. laughs> It'll be regret. I don't think it's regret. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're big supporters and we're happy to have them yeah, every of time. Course. Yeah, and anyway, so 1st of November, people should be looking out for um, False Victim which will be on all of the usual uh, digital... Yeah. And, and look out for the music video for it too. Look out for the music video, which mm. is going to be going to be done very soon. And get out to any of those festivals over the summer holidays when False Victim are playing. Oh, not False Victim. Late starters. I'm <laughs> oh, yeah. sorry, they'll guys. Play, they'll oh, play good. False Victim. Yeah. They will. Yeah. <laughs> get your tickets for Otatahi Smoke. Yeah. Um, not only just us, but it was going to be a great festival all mm. round. So yeah. um, really good day. Hopefully we'll get great weather yeah. in December. Um, great meet. Good booze and um, good music. So come on down. And there's the other. There's there's a few other bands on the list that people might or may have, <laughs> may have heard. Yeah. May have heard. <laughs> Who's closing for us? She had. She, yeah, she yeah, had. Yeah, They're closing yeah. for you. I'll take your cricket back down there and get it signed by the boys from Late Start. <laughs> there you go. Good action, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, thank you very much for coming in. And um, Stu, it's probably time then that we got up, got down, and got outside. And we'll see you later. See you next week. Bye. Bye.